All right, guys. So this was supposed to be a full uh, podcast episode where we were essentially discussing like Rapid Reinforcements 2, reviewing all the cards with how they've been performing, and uh, how to deal with like Anakin Commander and such. Um, now all that shit's like out the window, so I'm just going to go ahead and release like the last list review segment part. It's got matchstick in it, but that's pretty much it. So, hopefully you enjoy this list review. Uh, if you like it, send some lists in the comments or whatever if you want to see some more fleet reviews. Uh, and we're going to work on an episode reviewing all the points changes and errata in a couple days or so. So, yeah. Uh, enjoy, and yeah, see you next time. Target, maximum firepower. Moving on to our next segment, it's going to be a list review. Today we're going to be talking about a Plo Koon Republic fleet. Uh, its makeup is going to consist of a Venator 2, an Acclimator 2, Consular Armed Cruisers, and a few squadrons. Uh, Chandler, take us away with the details. Okay, so um, I was asking for, uh, one, Republic fleet that doesn't have Anakin that can also be pretty good. Okay. And uh, this, is, this is what we got. Uh, so for the objectives, we got Precision Strike, Contested Outpost, Doom Station. Uh, what I see right here is, obviously, with Precision Strike, we've got bombers. Okay. And we got squadrons. Contested Outpost, Doom Station, lots of board control. So board control, bombers. That's what we're going to focus on. Flagship, Venator 2 with Plo Koon Commander, Flag Bridge, Thermal Shields, XX9 Turbo Lasers, Tranquility, and Mercy Mission. Acclimator 2, Thermal Shields, XX9s, Implacable. And then we've got Consular Armed Cruiser with Radiant 7, Bomber Command Center. And for our squadrons, we've got Delta 7 Anakin, Luminara, Matchstick, Axe, and then 5 BTL BY Wing squadrons for a total uh, points cost of 398. And 128 of those being squadrons. Yeah. So right away, we're already moving away from our intended purpose, which is board control, because we got contested outputs in Doom Station. Since we don't have a bid, we're not choosing whether or not we have control of the board. Makes sense. So we've got to find a way to get more um, value on our upgrade cards and maybe take away some squadrons to do that. Uh, first off, XX9s for the turbo laser slot for Republic ships. We're, we essentially have no dice control right now. Mm -hmm. The only dice control method we have is Bomber Command Center for our squadrons. So we're either relying too heavily on our squadron list to do ship damage, or we're, we're just you know, putting our hands together and saying, I hope I roll good. Which generally I don't like doing. Makes sense. Uh, I either want dice control or I want to go high into variance. In this list, we're not doing any of those. We don't have a lot of dice control and we also aren't increasing our variance. By taking XX9s, we're not taking spinals or enhanced armaments. We're not taking spats, which also increases our variance because it's adding 
Um, lots of dice to an arc that might not have that many dice. I'm talking about the side arcs. Mm-hmm. So since we're not doing either of those with this list, I'm a, I'm a bit wary. It means we're leaning too hard into our squadrons. Even if we had a bid, let, let's say we just take out the XX9s and we have like a 13-point bid. Mm-hmm. They are not going to choose Precision Strike because of that. And that's what we want. We want them to choose the worst option for our fleet, which would be Precision Strike because we would have all the bombers. They wouldn't have a lot of bombers or any bombers. So we want them to take Precision Strike. Contested Outpost and Doom Station is pretty good too. But we want the worst for our opponent so that we have the advantage because we're second player. Mm-hmm. So we need to find a way either to have more dice control or increase our variance. So right now I'm looking at XX9s for that because while their crit ability is cool, if we can't get through the shield because we're not doing damage, it doesn't matter. Makes a lot of sense. So we have to find a way to change that. Uh, also, Mercy Mission on the Venator 2 is cool, because obviously you, you take Mercy Mission off um, at the start of the game, and then you place it on, what is it, like a, a small or medium ship? Let me see. Friendly small ship that is not your flagship. Okay? So that's saying it's going on the Radiant 7. Mercy Mission is great. I love Mercy Mission. And especially with our objective pool of Contested Outpost and Doomed Station. So since we have two of the three objective cards uh, being board control objectives, having Mercy Mission gives us a lot of flexibility for extra points. So we have an advantage on deployment with how many squadrons we have of nine, which we should have 10 or eight. Having nine doesn't do anything for us for deployment. This means that we can set up the board, having our contested outpost or doom station in a specific area, on the edge, on the center, wherever you're more comfortable with. I like putting it as far to the edge as possible. And then wherever the opponent deploys, we put our consular somewhere else, and we just bank 40 points by, by slooping it around. Uh, the only problem is, the reason we won't be able to do that is it has Bomber Command Center on it. Yeah, tell me a bit more. So Bomber Command Center gives rerolls to all of our bombers, which we already yeah. stated we're relying on for our ship damage. So Radiant 7 can't actually go into the deployment zone until the very end of the game because we need it for our consistency. Makes sense. So we either need to get another Consular Cruiser with Bomber Command Center for Mercy Mission because we want it to always hit. We don't want to have a board wipe where we like table the opponent and we don't get Mercy Mission off. You know? We want to make sure it's there every game. Or else why are we taking it? We're just allowing them the opportunity to remove a round of our victory points. For Contested Outpost Doom Station, it's 20. If they kill Mercy Mission, they get 20 points. Mm. So they're effectively negating our board advantage by killing the Consular Armed Cruiser which they're going to want to do anyway because it has Bomber Command Center on it. So it, it's better for them to focus on the Bomber Command Center because it has Mercy Mission. So it's not 46 points, it's 66 points. So just such a clear target. It's such a clear target. They get to remove all of our dice control because Bomber Command Center is the only thing that's letting us adjust our dice. Uh, it's too high priority a target. So if we're going to do Mercy Mission, which, I mean, Flag Bridge and Mercy Mission, they're zero points. So generally pretty good to take them, mm-hmm. but not if it gives our opponent such a high priority target. 
um, in the Bomber Command Center. So th those are the two things I'm looking at the most right here. Because that, that is just my initial critique of the list. But in a second, we're going to go on to what should be adjusted gotcha. to address the things that I, I've brought up. Because it's one thing to be like, oh, I don't like this thing, I don't like that, but how are we going to get this fleet into a position where we can win consistently? I'm just reading Implacable real fast here. Implacable is a good card. I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Okay. There's a lot of options for the Republic fleet, but like a lot of the Republic fleets I've been flying recently have just been Anakin thermonuclear war nonsense. So it's nice to check out a different setup. So. I mean, I see it, <clears throat> you know, I see three ships, I see a handful of squadrons, and I mean, one thing that I do see is a, I see balance in that, mm -hmm. uh, which has its pros and its cons, right? So I think that, um, you know, balance is going to make it so that you can address a lot of different scenarios as they come up. Um, however, when you hyper-focus in one area, that's when you start getting things like, you know, 10-1 wins. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're, you're, you're having that gamble, but you're really coming, coming away as the victor. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, that's just my initial takeaway when I see this is, you know, perhaps we should try to be specializing a little bit more in either really pushing those squadrons uh, to the point where we're essentially kind of forgetting offensive with the actual ships like you were and just try to take a more defensive position with them. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's and we probably... can do that because we have Contested Outpost Doom Station. So we can create a fortress around the outpost and just wait for the opponent to come to us or we're just going to bank 120 points. And so, you know, I ask myself, you know, why are we bringing like such large ships in the first place? Why don't we just stick to a bunch of smaller ships? Uh, but again, I don't, you know, not talking about changing anything, but, you know, just my initial thoughts of this. So let mm -hmm. me stop there. So let's start with Plo Koon. Mm -hmm. Can we pick a better commander for this week? Let me see my options. Because I have it here. Because right now, I mean, Bale is okay. always good. And the thing with Bale is he's extremely consistent. He'll always perform above and beyond for his point cost. We've got Yalaren, who can increase the volume of squadrons we activate per round. And can repair. Uh, Tarkin I don't like very much. And then there's Obi-Wan. Fuck Anakin. Luminara is good for survivability, but I don't think she's good for this kind of fleet we're trying to build. So right now we've got Plo Koon. I'm reading Yularen. Yeah, re read up Yularen. I'm going to go through Plo Koon. So while a friendly squadron is attacking a ship that is at distance 1 to 3 of a friendly ship, the attacker may add one blue die set to an accuracy to its attack pool. That die cannot be rerolled or changed. Friendly squadrons without adept gain grit while they're at distance one of a friendly squadron with adept. I think this is pretty good, but again, now we need a, a friendly ship at distance one to three of our target. And if we're going against an Anakin fleet, that means that ship's gonna fucking die. I, I think you're right. I just finished reading you, Lauren, and mm -hmm. honestly, I think that this would be a fantastic choice. Because we've got so many squadrons. Because we, so we have so many squadrons. It's also um, cheaper, which is good. Mm -hmm. And you know, it allows us to heal those squadrons, which is fantastic. And 
you know, if we, like I said, you know, especially if we're to like hyper focus on those squadrons, just dealing out that bomber damage or, you know, playing the objective, I, I think that that would be the way to go. It will improve our point cost and also make us more effective. Yeah. I, I like you, Lauren, for this fleet because of just how many squadrons we have. The only problem is, tell me, I think he's most effective with Pelta medical frigates because they have such a, high engineering value for their small ship and their cost that you then can consider his engineering part of, of his ability mm -hmm. because i mean we're going to be wanting to, to activate all our squadrons so we want squadron dials where where is this upgrade uh where, where is this engineering part of his uh commander ability coming in when are we doing that makes sense see, see we don't have that option with the peltas we can't because they can just engineering projection experts heal uh, squadrons if they need to, send shields over to our flagship if it needs to. Right now, I don't think that this fleet setup is, is built for maximizing Yularen's ability. So we're down to Bale. I don't think it's maximized, but I think it'll definitely be improved. Let me take a look at... Oh, you just read yeah. Bale. What was the other take one? A look, take a look at Bale. Bale is... He's got five nav or engineering tokens that you place on him. When a friendly ship reveals a command... Discard one token of each type, up to one token of each type from this card. For each token you discard, that ship gains one additional command dial matching that token's type. So he's giving you nav and or engineering dials up to five times, which is really good. But for two more points. But for two more points. But yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to address all that later, the points. Bale's amazing. No, Bela is really good. good at it. And then we're back to Plokun. So we, we've got these three commander options. They're all generally around the same points cost. Yolaren's a little bit less, Bela's a little bit more, but they're all in that range. It's not like we're going to Akbar or something uh, an outrageously more mm -hmm. expensive. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, those are the three that are going to be impacting when we have this many yeah, squadrons. Th these, these are the ones that can work with this fleet and can synergize. The degree with which they synergize is debatable, but and it's actually my issue right now with Plo Koon is I don't like his ability of when a squadron is attacking, give them an accuracy. I want them to use their defense tokens. Don't, don't put an accuracy on the redirect. Let them redirect it. They only have so many shields. Am I, am I going to target their brace to brace my squadron, like, hit crit to a one? Yes. Let them use a whole brace to reduce the damage by one. Let them do that, and then shoot them with your ship. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. You know? Yeah. I, I don't like that. Um, I think that, you know, my philosophy is that I agree with you 99% of the time. The only mm -hmm. time that I disagree with you is when you are able to consistently lock out. Like, if you can guarantee that every time you're going to be locking out those defense tokens, mm -hmm. then that is the solution. Um, but again, that's only like, you know, the, the rare instance in which you are able to guarantee that. But again, the, the dangerous part of this is that you need another friendly ship at distance one to three. And that's the risk of you have to have another friendly ship close to the ship you're shooting to get this accuracy. Good point. Actually, I am thinking a bit too strongly about large ships, but I think this is super effective against small ships and flotillas. Because how many times do you have small ships that are close to you and they evade your fucking hit crit on your Y-wings? 
I think using this for evades and scatters is the way to go. Not braces and redirects, like I was saying. Okay, that's an interesting middle ground between our ideas. Because, like, again, let them use their braces. Let them use their redirects. Who cares? Let it be spent. Let it be spent. Let, let the fucking tokens be burnt. But I don't want them to scatter my, my hit crit on my bomber. Mm-mm. I want them to spend that evade and make me reroll into a hit crit or a hit, you know? I mean, we've got Y-Wings, so, so hit crits are what we're talking about. I think this is a great anti-small ship ability of, you know, have them roll their small ships up and then you just have perfect accuracies on uh, your Y-Wings. I think that's the way to go. I'm on board. And his second ability is great. Friendly squadrons without adept gain grit while they're at distance one of a friendly squadron with adept. That's just really good. It's always on, which we've mentioned before is my favorite kind of upgrade. And you've got Anakin Delta 7 and Luminara. There you go. I think Plo Koon is, is pretty good for um, just his second ability. And then try not to, when you're flying this fleet, think about blocking the brace and redirect on the large ships. Obviously, we've, we've said it to death that just let them spend those. But as a small ship-focused uh, commander, like focus on those small ships, block the accuracies, destroy them with your Y-Wings. And I, I, I think that's a really great strategy. I'm kind of back on Plo Koon now that we're, we're talking about a, a different application of his accuracy. It, you know, a lot of that, you know, you have to kind of interpret what the creator of the list was trying to do with it, right? Mm-hmm. And so by talking through it and, and the different options, you start to find out, oh, you know, coming back to this, this must have been the cause for some of these other choices that they made. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think we're just definitely discovering, you know, we're coming back full circle now, realizing now that Plo Koon is, in fact, the one to, to fit the bill, mm-hmm. as long as you're playing it with this particular uh, mindset. Okay, so now we've, we've gone through the commander. We've come full circle into Plo Koon. I'm back on him. But, I mean, obviously, we just talked about With it. this particular setup, though. Thermal shields is great. It's great defense against onagers. It's great defense against... Empire ISDs. Anakin doesn't give a shit about thermal shields, so I guess, uh, you know, play that game. Let's let's go ahead and get rid of these XX nines, <clears throat> and let's get rid of Implacable and Bomber Command Center. Those are the high priority changes I'd, I'd like to address. Because let's do this. Let's take away Radiant Seven Two. Let's put Navu to B on the Acclimator. Let's put. How many points are we sitting at? Uh, we're at 380 now. 380, okay. I mean, are you going to focus more on like ship firepower, or do you want to support the squads further? Um, I'm trying to see what I can do with what we have. Tranquility's amazing, obviously. So let's let's try let's try this. So we've got the Venator two with Plo Koon, Flag Bridge, Thermal Shields, Xi sevens, Tranquility, and Mercy Mission. XI7 is pretty solid. We've got a good dice pool. Now, Acclimator 2. Clone Gunners, Thermal Shields, Nabuta B, and then the Consular Armed Cruiser, Radiant 7, Comsnet. Same squadrons. Now we're at 393. So now we can guarantee, I mean, pretty consistently, second player for us. We haven't changed the core approach. We've just moved around how it happens. Implacable is obviously pretty good. 
especially if we want to be defensive. Mm-hmm. We want to keep our Venator and our Acclimator close. But switching to Navuda B lets us take advantage of the board control we're trying to push with the Contested Outpost and Doom Station and allow our Radiant 7 to disengage when it needs to and it's not affecting our dice control. We're getting our dice control from Navuda B now because each non-unique squadron that you activate gains Swarm until the end of its activation. And then each squadron with Swarm can re-roll one dice while attacking a ship. So we have five BTLBY wings. Now each one we activate has Swarm and Swarm against ships. That's fantastic. So we're getting our re-roll that way. We're losing out on Implacable, but um, that's just the shit of it. We have Tranquility already. Okay, lock-in engineering's on Venator on rounds four and five. Refresh Tranquility. Use Consular Armed Cruiser. Comms netting engineering tokens every round, and you're just going to have Tranquility for a significant part of the game. You don't need max shields on every hull zone throughout the game. You, just, you need just enough to get through. Uh, clone Gunners, uh, I'm not too sure on. We, we can probably get rid of Clone Gunners for Ordnance Experts on the Venator 2 for extra con- consistency. I was just thinking slapping or, or guaranteeing the um, accuracy on the, the brace for whatever we're shooting at for the Venator would be good. I mean, you can even take both if you want to go up to 397. But I don't think that's a good idea. I would probably get rid of Clone Gunners. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Getting rid of Clone Gunners and putting Ordnance Experts on the Venator is probably a good idea. This is the way I would rearrange the upgrades. And I think it allows us to do everything our objectives are pointing at us to do. And it's, it's letting us have more consistency that way. I agree. Yeah. We haven't changed, we haven't changed uh, any of the ships, just some of the upgrades. I, I was expecting that to take away a squadron, but we, we just have, we have enough. What I would probably do is get rid of Axe and add two to- or nah, not two torrents. That's, just two of something would be it. Uh, one to even it up as well, make it a, an even ten instead of nine. Yeah. Maybe a torrent. No, because then we're getting too, too much, too many points. We'll keep X. It's fine. Yeah, I guess they don't have cheap options like the Empire does. And with this to B, obviously we're activating squadrons with our Acclimator because we want this ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have Matchstick which gives them rope. We won't get the rerolls, but, I mean, not putting all of our eggs into the matchstick basket and having it burn up is probably a better idea. Now we have the option of moving matchstick away with a couple Y-wings, because obviously our acclimator can only activate up to four around. So take two Y-wings, maybe take a, a Jedi to give them grit, now we can spread out our force. We can have Anakin with Axe and three Y-Wings. We can have Luminara with Matchstick and two Y-Wings. And we can cut around with Matchstick, maybe following the Consular. And they've got Rogue with Matchstick, and, and they can do their thing. And then the Nibuda B can push four squadrons around. And I mean, once they're there, then you can next round... Send the, the rest at him. It's scary. I, I think this allows us to have more options while also hitting all the points that we need to. So this is the way I would, I would alter that fleet, is, is give Ordnance Experts to the Venator. We need dice control. Give XI-7s so that we don't have to worry about redirects. We don't need to worry about getting that many accuracies. 
Tranquility Mercy mission we've talked about. Uh, Acclimator is where we're missing out on dice control. It's only got thermal shields into Nabuta B. But again, we're trying to do ship damage with all these squadrons. Nabuta B allows us to have dice control on our squadrons without relying so much on our consular armed cruiser with Bomber Command Center because that's, that's going to end up getting popped by an Onager, um, by Anakin. I mean, hell, if, if Patriot Fist is on the board, you just don't have the consular as an option. <laughs> it's just going to get fucking killed if it's in any position to be useful with Bomber Command Center. Now this way, we're able to put Mercy Mission on it, disengage with it if we need to, get 40 points on the board, and just, just make it go speed four and get it back there, and then deal with everything as like a fucking two-ship fleet. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. That's it for the list review. I mean, I, I think... I agree. We did the Lord's work here. <laughs> uh, definitely, yes. All right. Um, and you know, definitely, you taking a moment to say that uh, you know the list as it was did a fantastic job, and it's always good to see you know people out there putting their ideas, and uh, and it's fun to go over them. So, thank you to whoever made this list. Yeah. I think I, I think XX Nines is good, but it's like um, it's good if you have double turbo laser slots, like for Liberties, for Providence Dreadnoughts. It's good, but. First, I mean, you have to meet a lot of requirements. You need the crit. I mean, if you roll your dice and you don't have dice control, you just don't get it. Mm -hmm. And then you have to do two damage to the hull. And then they're dealt face up. If you're already doing two damage to the hull with the crit, you're already winning. So this is like a win more card. So if you can't get through the hull because you're not doing consistent damage and you don't have XI7 turbo lasers already, you should probably just have those instead. That's accurate. There we go. Well, awesome. I guess uh, no more segments here, so I'll go yeah. ahead and do the closing statements. Do you have anything else you want to go over? No, that's it. All right. Once again, thank you for joining us on the Brace for Impact podcast. Tune in next time. Uh, we'll have some updates on our store championship. Thank you, and have a oh, good day. Oh, yeah, we got our store championship coming. All right. Yeah.